You are listening to the coolest, dopest, most down-to-earth, flyest OBGYN in Atlanta. It's Dr. Tasha After Dark. This is Grown Folks Radio. Buckle up and get ready. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us again on Dr. Tasha After Dark. Woo, child. I'm so glad it's Thursday. Lord have mercy. Outside of the fact, y'all, that it has been, um, it's been a very gratifying week, a very gratifying, um, relaxing, um, very busy, but relaxing kind of week. And I'm just glad to kind of see it come to an end. And, you know, this is a wonderful way for me to close out my weekend. I mean, my week, even though I know some folk, you know, got stuff to do tomorrow, but I don't, not really. So, um, yeah, so it was a wonderful week and I'm, I'm so glad y'all are here with us. So just to break the monotony, we have, it's just stuff is just so crazy between the COVID and, you know, being told we were going to have to wear masks for the next two years and now our kids are going back to school. So I don't know, it seemed to me like half the damn population of teachers and then be that as it may, most people have kids. So this is a real tense time because everybody's going virtual. Kids want to go back to school. Parents want to be free of their kids. And it's just a lot happening. So today we decided that we're just going to take a light day. And we're going to talk about something hilarious. Um, one of our guests, um, Dakota Versace, um, is in traffic, I think, behind a car accident. And so um, our uh, our show, our shows, um, how can I say this? What do we call you, Dr. San? Like, Dr. San is like a friend of the show. She's like almost like a co-host of the show <laughs> darn near so me and dr san are here we're gonna have an amazing time markeisha our co-host is out for personal reasons and we have michelle taylor willis again stuck in traffic coming through um to the show but either way um dr san and i have some stuff that we need to get through to y'all anyway because baby we need to talk about this entanglement now we need some real grown folks who understand some stuff who done been to school for some stuff baby to talk to us about this here entanglement but we are going to do some um slight housekeeping before that so just wanted to let you guys know that um all orders for clean and cute will be starting to ship tomorrow and our production team will be working tomorrow as well as saturday um, you got such a clear picture on your phone. I'm like, why is my phone always look so? Ugh. But anyway, so tomorrow as well as Saturday, our production team will be getting our distribution team. Sorry, we'll be getting all the orders for Clean and Cute out. Um, we'll pick up again on Monday, and it'll go all through next week. So no worries, y'all's gonna get y'all stuff. My people up in Canada, y'all are gonna get y'all stuff. We just appreciate the love. Um, and we have been delayed because of um, our freight company and uh, COVID, but we're back on it now, y'all. So it's on and popping for this week, this weekend, and next week as well. So I'm so grateful for y'all. So Dr. Sand, <clears throat> excuse me, how you been? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me yet again. You- oh, girl, please. You know, you can walk up when we're about to tape and say, I'm ready to be on the show. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I, I always cherish our moments though we we always have good fun we do we have a good time don't we Mm -hmm. you just so dr san is um let's learn love on instagram i'm sure you guys know her very familiar she's dr cassandra park she is a sex therapist a relationship therapist um i'm sure she can see y'all regular old people too but you know we got to keep it pop we got to keep it interested yeah with the but no dr san tell us a little bit about your practice and what you do uh as you were saying i have a practice called let's learn love it is a relationship dating and intimacy coaching business 
I also, um, I don't even know if you know this. I am a hypnotist. I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I Ooh, am girl, a, you need to hypnotize me. Help me stop eating. I am a certified hypnotist as well. So I, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask about that, Doc. Because yeah. I never really, I mean, I guess I believed in it, but it's like a TV thing. And I'm just like, that don't work. Does it really work? You have to want it to work, first of all. Okay. And, you know, the... It it has many benefits, as you know. Well, you may not know this. Mike Tyson actually was hypnotized before each one of his fights. Really? Mm-hmm. And so you see the results of that. Mm. So you know, it, it's just very. Well, what did they hypnotize him and say? Beat the hell out of the person who you about to fight. Well, you know, I mean that that you're strong. Um, um, nothing can hurt you. Okay. Um, you you can knock down a wall. You know, just things like that. For him to mentally and physically be prepared, you know. So, and we know that helped him a lot also because um, he was a little mentally unstable. He's a little slow. You know he's slow. I mean. He's different. (laughs) She said different. (laughs) Different. But, you know, I would never, you know, it, it, it just, it made him solidify his his skills, you know, okay. it just gave him a little just extra. gave him that edge and that confidence to do what he did. Right. Okay. So we do, we, so what's the funniest thing you've heard with somebody you've hypnotized? Uh, well, it wasn't, it wasn't well, funny. interesting. Yes. Interesting that she wrote a book within a month. Really? After being hypnotized? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. After she was hypnotized, she wrote a whole book in a month and then opened two businesses. Really? So what happened when she got hit? Like, what did you say to her? You will be successful. Like, what happened? Um, that uh, she was, I, I, I talk to the person. Mm-hmm. I find out their likes, their dislikes, mm-hmm. and I write them a script. Okay. And their script has some of their familiar things in it that they like. So when they hear that, it, it tends to stick more because it's more their favorite things, more things that they're more What do you mean with. a script, Doc? Um, well, when I put you under... It's in a, a a a state where you're not totally asleep. Mm-hmm. It's your subconscious that mm-hmm. I'm speaking to. Hmm. So when I do that, your subconscious already knows everything that you like and dislike. Mm-hmm. So when I say this script, your mind picks it up and it's like, okay, this is some things that are familiar with me. They make me feel warm. They make me feel fuzzy. Mm-hmm. I need to listen to the rest of this information because if you don't, your mind will block it. Mm-hmm. So... Hmm. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. That sounds interesting, but girl. I couldn't let you do that to me, honey. We got to leave that sleeping dogs lie. I don't know <laughs> what's where, and I don't want to go rustling up stuff. Yeah, well, uh, people do it for different reasons. Um, mm. They do it for sex reasons. Sometimes they mm. they need it to make themselves think that they can last longer. As far as men, um, some mm. women use it so they're not as frigid. You know, if they've had past trauma, they're trying to move past trauma. Hmm. Um, Sometimes it's just because they want to become a better person. Really? Mm -hmm. Like you mean like spiritually a better person? Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Like they want to be more open and and more free Mm -hmm. and just, you know, want to experience life more. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm not altogether mad at that. That's interesting. Yeah, I've, I've been hypnotized, and it helped me. I did it for anger Really? Management. So you did it yourself? hmm I did it for anger management years ago. Anger management? Okay, Doc, so you out here knocking people out, huh? Oh, child, let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, don't let the smooth taste fool. Oh, Lord have mercy. 
Yes. So you were getting fights stop. I was. Really? I, I was very angry. Very, very About angry. past traumas and things like that? Yeah. So, okay. you know, I, I fixed it. You know, that's okay. why I tell people all the time, uh, fix your mistakes. You're grown. Stop yeah. blaming people. Absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. Come on, let's go. Cause that just that 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 bugs me more than anything. I'm like, you know how many people, successful people, you have out here who had poor starts, and who had you know traumatic starts, mm-hmm. and you still sitting here blaming somebody else because you didn't do or you couldn't do or you know somebody held you back from the girl. Bye. Yeah. Stop all that. Nobody cares. The world does not care. Fix yourself and get yourself right and tight. Yeah. So I'm big on that, and not to say that. You know, I'm disregarding to anybody's trauma, but you can't let that hold you back right. and not allow you to be a successful person because of it. So I 100% agree with you on that. Right. If you have an issue or you have a problem, fix it. Yes. Or at least try to fix it. And, Go and, for help. And you know, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know when you're messed up and you know when mm-hmm. something's not right. Just go get fixed, Why you know, not? just talk to somebody, get it out. You know, there's plenty of places where you can get free help. Mm. If necessary, contact me. I will help you. But I don't want anybody walking around with trauma and this, that, and the other and, and not, not seek right, help. Right, and just letting it fester yeah. and grow and grow into this ugly monster. Um, so, yeah, you have a great point. You have an absolutely great point. Awesome. That's so dope. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I mean, just, just different. Now, you like I said, I'm not ready to embark on that level of different. <laughs> but, I mean, I like it. But a lot of people do it with me, too, because they trust me. Mm-hmm. They know me, and they don't. They they know that I'm not going to have them doing anything. And I'm very serious about it. You know, I don't make tapes. A lot of people make tapes, CDs, do, you know. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Tape, see, of, of, of you being hypnotized? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, people, you know, just a script, a general script for people. Mm. And I don't like that because I personally want to make sure that all your steps are being completed. Gotcha. You know? gotcha. So I, I take that very seriously. It's not just a thing for me. Just go ahead and done. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm not all the way mad at that at all. Yes. Okay, so with that being said, um, hmm, all right, so we're doing sex therapy, relationship therapy, um, hypnotism, Mm -hmm. hypnosis. hypnosis. And I have a new class coming out. Okay, Lord, what's the class, Doc? It's it's called Orgasm University. It's it's actually going to be a whole school. Uh, Wait, 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 a whole school? A whole school. Okay, we need answers. Break it all down. Come on, Doc. Orgasm University will have different courses as far as different subjects. Like the Mm -hmm. first one that I'm doing is called Ain't Nothing But a G Thing. We're going to be talking about the G-spot. Okay. So it's, you know, the history of it, who found it, the the physical makeup, where you find it on yourself, uh, toys, lube, anything that has to do with the G-spot. Okay. They're going to be taught. Okay. So that's the first course, and that is all of August. Then the next one is a toss-up. I haven't decided. I have two more. Um, One is called Put It In Your Mouth. All right, then. Let's get right down to it, damn it. She said, okay. But it's not what you think. It's a aphrodisiac course. So it's going to be talking about foods, herbs, and stuff that, you know, bring on supposed, you know, aphrodisiac qualities. Well, I mean, these classes are definitely attract interest. I mean, because the titles, you're like, wait, wait, what? Right. Okay. So, you know, I wanted something fun and catchy and funny and stuff like that. And then the, the third one is called Me, Myself, and I. And that is all about sex toys and masturbation. Okay. I like it. Thank 
Okay, so tell me how. So these classes are what, like once a week, once a month? They're going to be um, an hour a week for a whole month. So okay. um, a lot of people want to don't want to feel crammed when they get information. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be fun. You know, it's like how we are. We I talk, we play, right. mm-hmm. you know, jokes and all that. So that's why I'm only making them one hour bites. So, okay. you know, um, we'll get all the information and still be able to talk and converse as well. Okay. Well, that's pretty dope. I like that because, you know, nothing is nothing is better in a learning environment. I don't care what you're learning. Nothing is better in a learning environment than just being relaxed mm-hmm. and comfortable and being able to be yourself. Right. You know, my God, I can't stand when you get an educator who's all pruned up and tight and they're so excited they know more than you. Well, damn it, it's your job. It's, it's what you do. You should know more than the people who you're teaching. Right. So I love a good, comfortable environment. So yeah. I think that's pretty cool. When yeah. Tell us when, when is it? Where is it? Tell um, us. It's gonna Sell be it to us, Doc. Come on. <laughs> it's every Wednesday. Okay, we Every listening. Wednesday from seven to eight Eastern Standard Time, mm-hmm. and you can find you can enroll on my page letslearnlove.com and okay. you'll see Orgasm University. Tab. Okay, so how much of the classes, Doc? Just break it on down to us. Well, if you're, it still might be up. I don't know. Um, the first mm-hmm. ten people that sign up, it's ten dollars off. Okay. So it'd be. Uh, $34, $35. Oh, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. Because I'd have charged y'all double that. But and, now, <laughs> and not only that, they get a free gift. you giving gifts away to a uh-uh. Okay. And the gift, well, I wasn't going to tell them, but I'll tell y'all since, you know. You're you, tuned into the show. Right. Um, <laughs> it's a, a G-Spot gift. So A it, G-Spot gift? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's um, a toy that will help you stimulate your G-spot. Okay. All right. Well, let me tell you what. Nothing is better, like I said, than a little bit of knowledge about stuff. The good part is that people are now starting to come out of the shadows about sex and sexuality and satisfaction and things like that. Whereas before, that was taboo. You didn't talk about that. It was like porn. You watched it in private. Right. You know, you shut it off and you don't think about it again until you want to have sex again. Right. So, you know, but now people are truly making it a lifestyle. Like, how can I make this work for me? Mm-hmm. How can I be happy with this? and blah 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 so you know i commend you for that and you know hopefully it builds a lot of support and if y'all are listening dr sand is so cool to talk to and she'll give it to you straight up um in the funniest way so if you're considering it you know maybe you and your homegirls or you and your husband however you want to do it but it sounds like it's definitely going to be worth it super fun um if i can work it out i'm gonna get these dates and times together (laughs) and i'm gonna come and support my girl dr sand and y'all can meet me when y'all come too so all right, so this week has been a heck of a week. What we're not going to do, um, what we're not going to do is deal with the whole what is happening in the world, what is happening with 45, what I can't. I, I just can't do another day. I can't I can't keep a smile on my face and do the whole COVID thing and the whole wearing a mask thing and the kids not going to school and the, com- the economy doing poorly. I just, I can't. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some fun stuff today okay so um we're gonna see what happens but we want to attack something that was in the media that i actually thought was kind of funny okay and i can see it from a particular perspective and i'll say because i'm a virgo Mm -hmm. okay so y'all know what happened this week with jada literally i guess the past couple of weeks jada august alcina and will Okay, and so from a relationship therapist, y'all, we got to talk. 
<laughs> he got to talk. Now, so, now, okay. what what do I always ask? Do you want the clinical side? Or do no, you want we the want the decayer side. Well, we want both today. Depending okay. on the situation, depending on what we ask, we want both. Okay? okay. So, at the end of the day, guys, what from what I understand, and jump me in it if I'm wrong, Doc. From what I understand, August Alcina came out and said that he was in a relationship with Jada and Will gave him permission. Initially, Jada said, "Nah, player, that didn't happen." I don't know who this man Harpo. That's what Oprah was like. Who this man Harpo? Okay, and so then what ended up happening is, I guess Alcina was like, "I got receipts. Do y'all want the smoke?" Okay, so I guess Jada felt like, "Okay, I'm oh, a, I'm, exactly. <laughs> I can't, I can't lie about this one. I know. Too tough." And so she said, "Okay, well, I'm bringing myself to the red table," which. For, to be perfectly honest, I actually think was a brilliant thing to do. Get try to get out in front of it. You got it. Not only do you get out in front of it, if you if something that somebody's going to weaponize, if somebody's going to use something as a weapon, mm-hmm. you just take it away from them by saying, "Okay, there it is." And now they stand in there stupid with a bunch of ammunition they can't use. So I think what she did was brilliant. Now mm-hmm. we're gonna clown her for a while. But at least we're clowning her for do, doing what she did, not clowning her for lying. Right. So, you know, that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So she came out and said, okay, well, let me bring myself to the red table. Now, I didn't see the whole thing. I think I saw, I guess I saw enough of it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see the whole thing. I ain't got time to be watching TV. <laughs> right. Um, or FaceTime or Facebook or anything else. So, but I do understand that what she said was her and Will were separated at the time. Mm-hmm. Will rebutted and said, I was done with your ass. And then Jada said, well, yes, we were in a bad fix. August Alcina came to us through our kids who he was, a, he was sick at the time. And I guess they're saying they were friends to him and they nurtured him back mm-hmm. to health in some way, shape or form. Um, and she's saying with her and Will on the outs, I guess they started to develop an entanglement, which I mean that was just this shit was just brilliant. It was brilliant and beautiful. And he said what? Like you standing, you standing at the stove cooking. You said entanglement. Like you, everybody had to turn around. Like what the hell she said? Right? Like that's some new language. Like what? Um, and then he said what? And she said an entanglement. Okay, a relationship. AKA a situationship. AKA a situationship. Now, the part that we're gonna we're gonna touch on all of that, but then also Will said, "But I'm gonna get you back," which was real interesting. And then she said, "Well, no, you've done that already," which pointed to a lot. And then he said, "No, but I'm gonna get you back." And so he just kind of really sat there, looking disappointed. You know, sad, angry. Looking like he was crying. He really did look. He, somebody said he looked like the will in the pursuit of happiness. And on God, he sure did. And I say he going to cry in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like on Friday, he going to cry in the car. I call. mean, it, it, it was just, it was, I felt, I felt bad for the man. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that was that. And then I guess, I don't know, I didn't hear anymore else, but she went on to say, basically just explain this entanglement. It had been so long since she felt good. And I guess went on to basically justify situation mm-hmm. with Alcina. Okay. So <clears throat> let's take this from the top doc. What are your thoughts? Well, if things are true about their relationship from the beginning that they had an open marriage. Mm. Now see, and that's what I wonder. That's what I wonder. Because my thing is that we all heard that they had an open marriage. We all heard 
that they were married, but they weren't. They did their thing. Now, I don't know if they did their thing separately or whether they brought somebody in. Right. But I don't know. And I'm not I'm not that super religious, blah, blah, blah. That's not my twist, okay? Right. I mean, I'm a very spiritual person, but who am I to judge? Right. But then again, when you bring somebody into your marriage and you bring somebody into that covenant, you know you got to look at stuff getting crazy. Am I wrong? Right. Well, you know... Okay, I tell people that open marriages usually do not work. Mm. They usually have some sort of jealousy, hate, discontent that will fester in it. Because somebody usually ends up getting jealous because they're not spending enough time with somebody, or, or they. See but how do how do you justify our polyamorous couples who are always on the show mm-hmm. and they're like, "Nah, we good." They're rare people. Okay. You know, but okay. usually sometimes, you know, whether they want to admit it to themselves or not, there there's a little feeling that may come. Now, it may not be a from that something. person, but, you know, it may be something. I don't know. Everybody's different. You know, okay. I can only take them at face value. Okay. But for most of the open marriages that I do know, they do not work mm-hmm. because of that reason. Okay. So, there was a rumor a couple of years ago that he was running around with Eva Mendez, I think, or something. Oh, okay. I or didn't some, know that. Yeah, they were in Because I'm movie. like, his stuff be on a secret. Like, you never know who he's kicking it with. Right. Supposedly, he was in a movie with her, and they became oh, friends. Yeah, yeah. And all, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, there was all these pictures of them together. So, that leads me to believe that maybe something went on. Previously. Previously. And I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. And she may have gotten fed up. Usually when women cheat or step out or do whatever, there is a long list of things. um, That has been done before. Right. I don't disagree with that at all. Like I say, you know, um, it takes a woman. A woman has to disconnect before she'll act on that feeling meaning you know a man can cheat he won't even know a woman's name he don't give a damn but a woman is more of a connection Mm -hmm. so in order to be able to be like okay i'm about to go and have sex with this man when you're in a relationship you have to be so broken by your relationship or you have to be so over it Mm -hmm. that you're already gone anyway right okay and you know you love the attention you love the feeling that you're getting um you know the most of the time it's the attention and the emotional attachment that happens when a woman cheats. Yeah. But you know, my grandma used to say, you can't do what a man does and remain a lady. Now I'm not saying you should stay in a relationship with somebody who's doing it, but you can't do what a man does and remain a lady. And I wish so many more young ladies were able to hear that and get it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people say, well, he cheated. I'm a cheat back. No, no, no. That's not your payback, honey. If he cheated and you're upset with the fact that he cheated, then you leave. You don't cheat back. Like those are not reciprocal actions and they're not the same. Right. So, okay. So, all right. So we feel like at some point Will was in some, but, but Jada was also messing with, um, help me Lord. Who was she messing with? Uh, what's the name's husband? Remember she was in a nurse show. I can't call his name right now. Jesus Christ. If y'all on my Instagram live, help me out. Um, Little scrawny little man who ended up being on drugs. J-Lo's ex-husband. Mark Anthony? Mark Anthony. Oh, Lord. Yeah, she was in a relationship with him for a while because they were doing the, was it Nurse Jackie? Well, anyway, some nurse show she was on. And um, he was on that show as well. So I knew they were in a relationship for a while. That kind of came out a little bit. That's why I was like, Jada ain't the typical Virgo. She ain't real good at keeping her stuff private. But she's she's flipping back and forth. 
Uh-huh. So maybe she's more of a Gemini because, you know, that Gemini has their two sides to him. Yeah, but I mean, you yeah. know, I, I don't know. But so she was with Mark Anthony for a while mm-hmm. and she did her thing with Mark Anthony. I guess they were in a relationship that kind of was like a big scuttlebutt and then it died down. Mm-hmm. And so I guess Will was doing his thing, but we really don't know what Will is doing. I mean, we can, we can, you know, we speculate. see pictures, we can mm-hmm. speculate, but you don't really ever hear Will being messy out there. Mm-mm. So that part. Okay. Right. So then, oh Lord, the August part comes up. So I have a lot of questions as far as that. And just, I guess just being a woman and a mother, mm-hmm. um, because my thing is this, when, you know, if your children brings home their friend, right. to me, that's an extension. Like, that's an extension of your kid. You get what I'm saying? Right. Even if he's a little older than your kid, it's still an extension of your kid. Right. So, it's like, how could you, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, and I'm not judging her. I'm just saying it's an extension of your kid. So at what point do you sexualize that? Again, it depends on the person, but usually a person that does something like that has had firsthand knowledge of something previously happened, whether it's her her mother with somebody else or her father with somebody else. She has seen that behavior before and thought it was acceptable. Um, also, if she sees him as damaged, she could could have been a predator at that point you know because you know what i always say pounced on it Mm -hmm. you know oh he's damaged he's broken he has things going on let me slide slide through because i mean you do have female predators as well right so damn jada you know especially if it's in her nature to do that kind of thing she's seen it before you know, and mm. I've heard whispers of all kinds of things that she has done before. I've never really paid attention to them because I'm too busy trying like to make Like what? Up. I want to, I mean, we need to hear these whispers. No, well, you know, it, it goes back from when she was with um, Tupac and, you know, that she was promiscuous back then. And, oh, you I didn't know. hear that. I never heard that. Mm-hmm. And they went to school together and she was supposed to be this type of chick out of Baltimore. And I, I don't know. It's... Like I said, I've heard whispers, but it's always been something I've heard about Jada. And when Jada married Will, I was like, how did that that work? How did that work? But, you know. It was what it was. Right. So, I don't know. I'm I'm not their their coach, (laughs) you know. Mm. But looking far away, um, I think she has some healing that she, which she admitted she needs to go do. Mm-hmm. because she has some some issues. But well, do you think, because I know earlier this year, and again, we sit and we talk about how your beginnings don't necessarily have to have to have any, they don't necessarily have to have a huge part in your end. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Jada's mom recently admitted that she had some issues with drug use mm-hmm. that she had never admitted before. So she, I think, was a heroin user mm-hmm. as, as Jada was growing up. Um, so I think, I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with it because, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to look at it and say she's a PIMP. I mean, I'm going to keep it 100 Mm -hmm. because, you know, again, we don't know the details of her marriage. Right. right? But we do know we know that it is not the standard marriage. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Um, we don't know the details of it. So sis could be sis could be taking those break broken eggs and scrambling some eggs. You know, she could be taking those lemons and making her some lemonade. We don't really know. Right. You know, is she the victim or is she the culprit? And it's not our, I I mean, I don't know that we'll ever know. And I don't really know that it's our business. But, you know, as a woman, what do you do when you find yourself in a situation where you're in a marriage and you may not be able to get out for whatever reason? I think Will and Jada said that they're not separating for financial reasons, right? Like they got too much money to be getting a divorce. You have a seat over here, you have a seat over here, and life is going to be what it is. Right. Well, I mean, I guess if that's their thing, that's their thing. And I'm not even mad about it. But at the end of the day, you got to look at it and say some things are not for sale. And peace of mind shouldn't be. Right. Because it's too hard to come by. Right. So if y'all, if he's worth, what, $200 million or whatever it is he's worth, baby, if he only want to give you $50 million, you ain't going to spend that $50 million. Take that $50 million and go on about your business. Right. Your kids are grown. He'll take care of them or they can take care of themselves. They have a way. Take you a little bit of money and just go on about your business if it's going to create freedom and happiness for the both of y'all. That's how right. I feel. Right. And, you know, it, it just takes a a person that has to have that constitution. You know, That's long true. story short, I left my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. He was paying for everything. I had new cars, this, that, and the other. I still left. Yeah. And I was making $100. I had $100 left over a month afterwards. But peace of mind coming into my house That's knowing my point. that I was good. Exactly. You had peace. You had freedom. You know, so my thing is, is that if y'all going to do this and just make each other miserable as hell and then drag each other through the news, baby, it ain't worth it. Come up with a settlement, cut a check and keep it pushing. Right. You know, Will, you from West Philly, if you don't make another dime, you got enough money to be sit up somewhere in L.A. You got residuals. You got this. You got baby sit up somewhere. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know. I just I, so now let's talk about this entanglement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first of all. Okay, she didn't say, yeah, we were in a sexual relationship. She said we were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, that was bad. And if you think back on it, then we all looked at the red carpet and saw the pictures and this, that, and the third, and the whole nine like, yards. That don't look right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And you like, but you never paid attention to it. You like, this Will and Jada. You know, they know so many people. Mm-hmm. You know, they booed up and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, so it turned out they were in an actual relationship. An entanglement. An entang- Where the hell did she get entanglement from? Who I, is her publicist? I don't know, but... Who put that... Who she, put it together? She need her ass beat. <laughs> entanglement. Because the first time she said that, I said, wait a minute, is that a, a Disney movie? Wait a minute. Baby. I, and I was like, no, that's Tangled. Oh. oh. And, like, and you just start thinking about it. Entanglement. Know. I mean, but here's the thing. It sounds incredibly descriptive. Like that is, you know, when you, when you in some mess and you like, Lord have mercy, I'm hemmed up. Mm -hmm. But she has found an adjective. I hope it's an adjective. She said entanglement. Damn. I'm going to give me a little t-shirt made entanglement. (laughs) Well, you know, they got the, I seen one that says, Single, taken, married, entanglement. Baby, I love it. I love it. I got to find it. Lord have mercy. Find that for me, Doc. Oh, my goodness. That is something else. Okay, so we got Will and Jaden. It's going to take a minute. But now, let's talk about, like, we talk. Okay, let's talk about the whole, like, uh, foundations of relationships. And these are just my feelings. I feel like Jada went Jada, And I feel that way because whatever Will does, there's no embarrassment for Jada. 
Have you ever noticed that? Mm -hmm. In all these years, Jada has never been embarrassed. Right. And that we don't know what the hell is happening on that compound. You got to keep it cute. You need to have people signing non-disclosures. You need to be finding side chick agreements or side boo agreements. They are out there. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, while we together, this is, I'm going to need a sign on, I'm going to need a sign on bonus. We we just we friends and name only. There you go. Look, all the stuff needs to And that's how, baby, that's how you got to be. You got to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to need while we together. If you decide you don't want to be with me, I need a six-month, <laughs> a six-month layover where your financial responsibility to me may be less, but I'm going to need six months to get on my feet. You're not going to give me money in February, and then in March, I got to go live with my mama. No. <laughs> Okay, and y'all need to make some agreements on that. You need to have a gag order. You need to have a non-disclosure. I mean, if this mm-hmm. is what we're going to do, and we're going to do it to that extent with people's uh, reputations and money, you know, is going to be a situation. Oh, baby, y'all need to start getting smarter than that. But I think what happened was she may have told August that she will. You think so? Because for him to been that hurt, about it because usually dudes would be like mm, Whatever. okay and move it along but i mean understand now she's seasoned she's mm-hmm. seasoned he's a child <laughs> i'm not sorry no disrespect he's a young man so baby he got the thing thing in the way he hadn't got the thing thing before <laughs> you know and i think he he you know he felt salty so because here's the deal in order for him to come out with this it was something that he wanted from her mm-hmm. and so he weaponized it and said, you don't give me what I want, and I'm snitching. She said, kiss my ass. <laughs> and he snitched. <laughs> and then, you know, he waited for he waited for TMZ and everybody to come for the story. <laughs> Jada said, nah, play. We're going to talk about this at the Red Table. Ain't nobody give a damn about him. We was at the Red Table like, what you about to say, girl? <laughs> and he, she took away his weapon. So now... You were in the music industry, but you had just got in the music industry for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people they know? He ain't never fitting to make another dollar in Hollywood at all. We're going to see him. He's going to be looking like, who was the one um, who went with Angie Stone? What was his name? D'Angelo. That's who he's going to be looking like in about two in about two years. He's going to be in them streets looking toe up from the flow up. Damn, they about to make us throw up. So, yeah, because, yeah, you know. But I really do. I think that's, I think that's what it was. I think it was that she... Um, she played the the rule that usually the guys do. You know, we're going to get a divorce. We're going to right. be together. And I think I, she I said she pimp. She she played a pimp. I think she she saw was an older lady. She saw his vulnerability. Not older, but she was older than him. Mm-hmm. She saw his vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. She knew what to say. And um, you know, she was just having fun. She was just like, okay, this is somebody I can control and tell what to do. And I think it was probably polar opposite mm-hmm. of what she had with Will. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. That's what I'm thinking. And he got his feelings all caught up. Son, son, so I need you to have several seats. Yep. But you know, at the end of the day, they still together. Well, who will and Jada? Because mm-hmm. they're not going anywhere. But okay, so what do you think about thanks? What do you think when he said, <laughs> We ride together, we die together, bad marriage for life? You heard that part? I turned it off. By the oh, end. girl, you know, I guess, I guess, as a play on words, with um, with um, help me now, I guess it's a play on words with um, 
with the uh, bad boys the movie okay yeah so he was like we ride together we die together bad marriage for life wait a minute i said so ain't nobody did i was i the only one who heard that so we ain't going the well evidently they had to go to counseling because they wouldn't have been there had they to been that a, point exactly so i i'm happy that they're they got help you know right. that's always my thing you know if you really want to work at it, there's always ways that you can, you know, get it going again. And it right. looks like that they did do that. Even if it is financial, maybe they can find that spark again that happened when they first got married and first met. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, I'm praying, you know, I'm Let always in for All love. I'm telling you is that I saw Will's face at that table. Will had a level of disdain and anger that once a man reaches that, he ain't got no rap. You know, I mean, do you disagree? Men say that when women cheat, but a lot of times they do go back. Because Lies. I, I'm going to tell you why. Okay, let I'm me hear it now. Because they have gotten used and accustomed to a certain way of living. You know, she, Who are these, the broke ones that go back? No, a oh. lot of the rich ones do too. Because really? it's a stability thing. They don't want to look like they failed in their marriage. They don't want to look like that, you know, they have to admit to something that is hurtful because it, it's a hurtful thing for a man to say that their wife cheated on them. It's it's an ego thing. Correct. So, but that's why I'm like, I, I this is new to me because normally you say once they know that their goods have been used by somebody else, it's no rap, they out. Well, usually that's if they're not in a marriage. If they're just really? mm-hmm. so you think that husbands forgive cheating more often than boyfriends. Boyfriends definitely don't forgive Mm-mm. cheating. And but, I don't I wouldn't husband, know that, but husbands usually now they usually reciprocate. Well, she cheat cheated, back. I can cheat too. And then it becomes that little thing. But as a whole, they won't usually leave their wives because they don't want that embarrassment, that shame on their family. Hmm. Because it's an ego thing. So I've seen men in there angry because she done slept with my best friend. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, okay, well, how, you know, what do you want to do? This, this, and this. We're talking about it. Me in the back of my head, the decayed sand kicking and be like, why are you still with this bitch? She done slept with two (laughs) of your best friends. Ooh, messy. Right. And and she talk about you still didn't fix her hair. That's why she did it. Oh, she's a hoe. Still didn't fix her hair. I know you lying. That was one of my couples. She Mm. cheated to get money because she needed her hair, her nails done. He was not providing the things that she was accustomed to. We cheating for hairstyles now? And nails? Is the SNS that serious? Damn. uh, I just sit there and don't sound it sometimes. And you cheat. Sometimes I, I really had to learn my, my game face that they taught us in school. Because sometimes I'm like, what the hell? Did I just hear that right? I, I, I want to have looks on my face. I just stare at the wall. Okay, so you want to do what? I, I can't look at them because if I do, my whole face will it just. It turns into a situation. Yeah, so I, I try to be as professional as I can and just. But sometimes some, some of the stuff I hear is, is I'm like, mm, this going to be rough. Y'all oh automatically going to need 12 sessions. 
Oh, not off, automatically. Off the bat. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I may, Okay, so I think that sometimes my thought processes or my prejudices about certain things just have me twisted. Like, I just feel like growing up in a black family, it's just some things that you taught not to do. Mm-hmm. You might not listen, but it's taught. Jada, like one of them new black people, like, I don't really, I'm not really sure what's happening there. Like, because, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, you go through stuff, it's going to be what it's going to be. But she just looked like, I mean, the man looked heartbroken. She looked like she broke that man. And it could be, quote unquote, a case of the chickens coming home to roost. Hey, listen, that's why I said we'll never really know Mm -hmm. whether you're the victim or the culprit. Right. Because after years and years and years of BS, she might be to the point where it's like, you know what? And you get exactly what you deserve. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And especially if he had, you know, if he was one of the friends of the kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've been on vacations together. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't oh, keep yeah. He saw him as like a son. A son right. And you're going to turn around and But that's the point him? that I'm making. Right. Like, how do you. Ooh. Ooh, that scared the crap out of me. I'm sorry. At what point do you, like, how do you sexualize that? And, like, see, and see, that's when she, I did hear that part when she said she had a lot of issues that she needed to work on. So, like you were stating earlier, if her mother had drug use, maybe her mother pimped her out to one of her friends for drugs. You think so? If anything could happen. Mm. Anything could happen, especially when it comes to drug use. Yeah, that's true. You know, she could have did anything to get a fix. Well, I mean, I guess or I guess I heard that round table and it, it sounded to me like she was a functional drug addict, but I don't really know how many functional heroin addicts there are. Uh, theoretically. Right. I don't know. Now, alcohol maybe. Right. My Cocaine dad, maybe. maybe. You know, my uh, my dad was a functional alcoholic, mm-hmm. so I seen mm-hmm. it firsthand, but you know, heroin and crack that's a little no she wasn't on crack i'm not saying that right she definitely admitted to being a heroin user but wow that's that's heavy that is that is i mean so and you would never i mean you would never ever think so Mm -hmm. and not that we should have thoughts over who is what where why in other words don't you can never judge a book by its cover but you know i guess that had never come out before and you know hollywood they will find anything about anybody and drag you but it had never that had never really been a situation um so i was just really surprised to to learn that and to find that find that out Mm -hmm. but i mean as far as where are we with the fundamentals of relationships like you still gotta have them basics trust Trust is number one. If you don't have trust, you don't have a relationship. And I, well, but trust is so hard, Doc. But you, that's why it's got to be the foundation of it. Because think about it. Relationships are a lot more than just whether you're sleeping with somebody else. If right. you're in a relationship with somebody and it's serious and you're getting married, you got to know, okay, you're going to have a job. I can expect you to, if I get sick, you have my back. Sickness well, what automatic. You, baby, what you can expect and what actually happens Right, so that's why I said trust has to be a big thing. Is a big component in any marriage. I mean, I guess it is, or I mean, any I, I know relationship. That, trust is just so hard these days. It is, you know, it is, and that's why you have people that are divorcing because they never thought about that aspect. Mm-hmm. They thought mm-hmm. of, okay, I like him, she's cute, this, that, and the other, but just what? superficial stuff. 
Right. What do you have that grounds you? So how would you say that you built trust in a relationship? Like, let's say you're dating somebody. And I feel like, um, and, you know, I'm speaking to, I feel like women, Mm -hmm. um, and let me say black women, because that's who I'm really speaking to. And uh, let me feel free to say that. Not speaking to, speaking about, because, again, that's who I talk to most of the time in the practice. Mm -hmm. If it's probably about 80% African-American. Right. A lot of times we go about dating wrong. Mm-hmm. Let me just be very clear about that. And I think that, okay, you meet a guy um, and then younger, younger people and older people are different. Older people's like, here, take my number and we'll talk. Younger people are like, hell no, I'm not giving him my number. We can talk on Instagram. Okay. Which it, it just blows me. Cause I'm like, what? But okay. Right. So instead of, I see, Women saying, okay, this is a cool person. We're going to go to dinner. And then having conversation. And then learning whether that person has the qualities to even qualify as a good friend to you. Mm-hmm. Is that somebody who you would even let in your life? Is that somebody who you would let in your house? Would you let them go to your bathroom upstairs without being worried? Okay. <laughs> you know, not the powder room. Uh, the bathroom upstairs. Excuse, uh, excuse me, you okay? How long you been... You know, I better open that goddamn cabinet. Not opening your cabinets. Right. You know, that they're going to go where they say they're going to go, not going to veer off somewhere, or something's going to end up missing off of your dresser. You know, do they have those qualities? Um, And then is it somebody who I can call a friend? And then is that ultimately somebody I can find myself loving? I noticed that. We go out to dinner. You're like, I'm, it's, I'm going out to dinner. First of all, it's dinner. Calm down. Find something off the menu to eat. And don't be ignorant and get the most expensive thing. Right. Like you've never been anywhere before. Go to dinner. But don't get no salad either. Because, baby, don't come home growling. Your stomach growling. Baby, that's a waste of time. Chicken, so A chicken dish is always good. A chicken, fish, salmon, something. Mm-hmm. But get yourself something to eat. You know. And talk. And converse. And learn. You know, and women sit and try to say, "Is would he be good husband material? How can you say he's going to be good husband material? Hell, you don't even know if he's going to be good homeboy material yet. And I think that we lose the forest for the trees sometimes. And that's why we mm-hmm. end up in situations and circumstances that are jacked up. Because at the end of the day, what you're looking for, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing too much. Right. So that's the first thing. So. You know, my thing is, is that, okay, we need to learn how to date. And it's okay to go on a date with somebody and be like, oh, uh uh-uh. Right. Okay. And that's not going to be for you. It's okay to say, this ain't for me. Even before that, there's little flags. Um, Were they late? Are they constantly late? Mm -hmm. Um, Do they constantly look at their phone? Are they always preoccupied? Mm -hmm. Um, There's always little things and i'm gonna tell y'all it is it is this here's my pet peeve the women who feel like they need to go dutch at dinner girl what's wrong with you (laughs) well i don't want to owe nobody nothing over some damn chicken first of all you shouldn't even went to dinner with him if he was the kind of person that was gonna make you feel like you needed to give it up over a chicken meal (laughs) like you need to get your life together like where you finding these people where you finding these dates you need to get these your life together whole life so i got a problem with that first of all but you know no 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 don't be cheap so you know i I will never forget my um, bestie went on a date with somebody and he was like okay well i covered lunch this time but you're gonna you're gonna have to cover it the next time 
Yes. Bitch, what? Right, right, right. <laughs> what? And then, and then you want to kick it, kick it where? Kick it on what? Kick it how? I said, if a, you don't get away from me, you know me and my memes that I post. And one of the truest posts that I've ever put was, "A woman doesn't want a what yep. are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you done paid fifteen hundred dollars on rent that week. What you talking about? What you talking about? Let me tell you something. And and I think that we're getting away from basics okay and what do they say a male is supposed to be a protector and a provider Mm -hmm. and i think that we was not being that um because if we literally had to hold them to that outside of the fact that there's a shortage in who you're gonna date anyway the list will get even shorter Mm -hmm. which i think is ridiculous but you have to hold people to that standard you have to hold people to what they're supposed to be I, I just I don't know what so, you start in the beginnings was going to end up later. That's worse. very true because men are very perceptive. Mm-hmm. They try they're stupid in one way. And shout out to all my fellas, I love y'all. They're stupid in one way, but in another way, they're very very perceptive and they're paying attention to what you allow. Mm-hmm. They're paying attention to what you expect. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, and a, a lot of ladies don't know how to accept certain things like when you go on a date when it when that car pulls up and he takes the key out stop jumping your behind out the car relax you must be uh, you need your door you relax relax mm-hmm. because if you jump out the car you out the car and he's gonna be like oh okay so he's never going to open your door because you told him that it's not necessary mm-hmm. so you sit right there baby i sit there play on my phone play with the locks clean my fingernails baby you could be all the way inside the store i'm gonna be in the passenger side until you bring your ass out period because it might be a situation where it's like oh you know he's like come on come out the car oh okay no problem i'm gonna get out the car and i'm gonna hit the, the my lift boop boop and your lift is pulling up. Excuse me for a second. I got to go to the restroom and I'm out straight in my lift. Cause you not, you don't, you don't have the qualities. This is what I'm talking about. Qualities ladies, mm-hmm. but you have to understand how to be a lady mm-hmm. in order to figure out what qualities these men actually have. If you so busy jumping up, trying to do it for him. So, you know, he don't feel bad mm-hmm. and you seem like a good date. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. see, this is the type of stuff. Um, I hate that the whole COVID stuff because I was going to have a conference called sis let's get you married sis let's get you married yes baby you need to have that conference everybody in Atlanta gonna come to that well I'm thinking about doing it virtual now you okay. know but it, it was how to date effectively you know um marriage tips things that you needed to know before you get married um mm-hmm. some stuff well I'm gonna tell women it's gonna hurt their feelings you like know, what? Let's break it. Come on, Doc. Give one, us a little One of them is be approachable. You wondering mm-hmm. why you can't find a man, but your face is balled up and nasty, right? And you know, and stop yeah. rolling with so many other women because men don't they're, they're they don't like to approach groups. They they want to approach a person. And, they don't want to approach you and your homegirls. And look pleasant. Yeah, you know, but that's the thing too. You know, it's face like, all balled up. You you're looking angry. It. Even if somebody says hello to you, it it takes nothing for you to say hello back. Right. But I mean, and that's the thing, like calm down and let's learn to be pleasant. Let's learn to be pleasant with each other. Right. And Mm -hmm. that goes for anybody, men, women, that that's a pet peeve of mine too. Especially if I see another woman, I'd be like, your hair is pretty. And she just look at you like you trying to come on her. Bitch, all I said was that your hair was pretty. Can't you say thank you? But I mean, it's, and it's sad because a lot of a lot of people don't know how to take a compliment. Right? They don't know or understand how to take a compliment. My best friend will tell you my 
that's one of my pet peeves. Just say thank you, keep it moving. And that's it. Or start explaining something. Yeah, I went to beauty supply. I don't sis, care about all sis, that. All I said was that your much. head was pretty. Exactly. Keep it moving. Exactly. If I want to get into depth, I'll ask you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. See, that's that. That's the anger management. She had to get under control, y'all. <laughs> that's the anger management slash Decatur sand version. Yes, sorry. yes, yes. That is that's he, the doc saying in me. That is hilarious. Oh my god. So. With that being said, Doc, because um, at the end of said day, um, all right, because we got to get, you know, we got to get these. It's like women have this. I don't know. It's like we have this. We will fight to the death for a sister. I mean, to a sister. But we will not argue for our rights with the man. Right. I, I don't understand it. Right. So, I mean, hit us, hit us, hit us with the next. Hit us with the next stop. I mean, because I'm super excited about these classes you're doing, first of all. Thank you. It's just stuff that I have to breathe because, you know, a lot of the stuff that, that women do, especially when it comes to dating, they, they bring their self out the game. They do what? They bring their self out the game okay. as far as, um, well, I know he's dating other people, but he hasn't admitted to it. And, um, you know, he... I, I just let him think that I don't know that. No, you should let him know that. Let him and, know what now? That he, you know that he's seeing other people. And Why not? We, we we need to keep everything above board. Right. That's a very big deal for me. Women have a tendency of trying to play coy and play shy. Like, they don't want the the guy to know that they know that they're dating other people. No, you put well, that out on the table. Damn right. Unless you got a ring or y'all exclusive. Thank you. It, it, Fair game for everybody. But, and, and that's a big deal because my attitude is y'all got to stop acting like wives. And they ain't even made y'all a damn girlfriend. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Stop being so available. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say, hey, listen, if they say if they say you're dating some other people, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you having sex with other people? That's my personal business. What we need to, what we need to keep straight is our sexual relationship. If we are having sex, we're going to remain safe. And, and we're going to remain tested. But what you're not going to do is get in my other my business, right? Because <laughs> who I'm having sex with is not important to unless you, we, especially when we're protected and we're tested. Unless we've had the exclusivity boop, talk, boop, boop. exactly. So unless you're going to tell me who you having sex with, and I'm going to be confident yeah. that this is right, shut it. All the way down. <laughs> Y'all be doing too much. Shut it down. <laughs> well, I got to show him my test results. Did you see his? No, sir. What, sir? You should hear me in my exam room sometimes. <laughs> Michelle, nice of you to join us. Hello, hello. Child, please. This is Michelle Teller Willis. I love her to pieces, but she's so late all the time. Hey, I said you knew I had something coming on before. You knew, yeah. but that Atlanta and traffic so, will get you. So, and so you know, mm-hmm. I had to go and finish that. Oh, because you know, I only got the invite like thirty six hours ago. Whatever. So let me tell you about <laughs> Michelle and this so, damn mask she got on. It is it's a damn cute. muzzle. It's so cute, but it is a straight muzzle. You know, That's I'm a clown. You. That's fine. Clown me. I like being muzzled. <laughs> oh, you see, so yeah, Michelle's an interesting bird. Michelle's an interesting bird. I knew, I knew, I knew bird. what show I was coming on, friend. Okay, yeah, as long as you know, <laughs> as long as you know. So y'all, Michelle's an interesting bird. Michelle has a show called According to Michelle, and she talks about a bunch of political stuff and blah no, blah blah blah. Not just political stuff. It's everything Atlanta. It ain't everything. Oh, everything well, Atlanta. Not, yeah, Atlanta. Okay. It's not yeah, everything. Do I leave that to you, friend. Yes, yes, Michelle. <laughs> you know, she's a little tight. She's a little scared. She was scared to come on here, actually. No, That's why she made sure. That's why she made sure we were going to. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she said, uh, let, me, let me let me be careful because um, I don't know. Dr. Tasha goes there. Oh, she, oh, I know she goes there. I've been on her show. She's been on mine. We've been <laughs> one of my favorite people she had on her show not too long ago. Who was that? Michelle. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Michelle is hilarious. So Michelle and I have a friend in common, Michelle, who's a male. Yes, and, he and Michelle, Michelle, yeah, sitting Michelle next to me, loves Michelle. Michelle is a male, but Michelle is very gay. Michelle does not want anything to do with Michelle. No, he has nothing to do with women. Period. And he's the cutest, sexiest, sweetest, and he has a good English smelling. Accent, he he, he talks like like. I don't. I can't. He do has it. like a British accent. He has a British accent, yeah. and he's the sweetest thing in the world. So he's Michelle sitting next to me when she first met him, she just sat and stared at this man <laughs> for like a straight hour, and she's like, "I'm going to change you." He's like, "I promise you, you're not." Yeah, he's, he's like, like "I'm happening. going to change you." And so, what you think about that, Doctor Sam? Because you and I always have this fight too. Not a fight. <laughs> not a fight. You and I always have this disagreement about. Um, Actions, gay men actions, blah 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 blah. Yeah. So uh, get, positions in sexual acts versus yeah, so, being gay. Yeah, so yeah. not okay, y'all. So, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, let yeah me give this. me that. Give me that. Okay, so let me get this to y'all. So we we were we did a show together before, me and Dr. Sand, and the person was basically saying, or the question was some kind of way, my partner likes wait a minute, what is it? My partner likes what was it it's something one likes likes to be penetrated by her partner likes to be penetrated by her, her mm-hmm. meaning she her partner pegging. likes her to put a strap yeah. on it, uh-huh. it's called pegging yes pegging, pegging. okay mm-hmm. pegging. I, uh, pegging okay mm-hmm. i didn't know that so pegging y'all not to be confused with peggy no <laughs> not at all unless so, peggy wants to be pegged so pegging is that <laughs> So, Dr. Sands says, the literature says, the research says, the word says, the therapist Bible basically says, um, if that person is not gay, you tell me to penetrate with a strap on, you're gay. Mm-hmm. She said, no, 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 unless he desires that from a man, mm-hmm. it's not gay. So, it's not the act that makes him gay. It is the, the, is the, the attraction. Of the person. Now I disagree with that. Okay, I'm sorry, Doctor. You can say what you want. Tasha said, "I ain't falling for it at all. I'm not buying it at all." We got too much going on in these streets. Are we allowed to curse on the show? Yes. Oh hell yeah! (laughs) Very much so. So you got too much going on in these streets for somebody to be getting rammed in the booty, and then you like, oh no, he's not gay. Uh, Yeah, he is. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> and shout out to my LGBT community because y'all know how I ride for y'all. But the truth, yeah, she is the does. Truth. She rides for you. But I'm just telling you, that's that's gay. What? Uh-huh. Huh? Oh shoot! I don't. Listen, if my husband comes to me and he says, "I'm not gay, but I want you to find the biggest dick you can find and ram it up my behind," guess what? What you, what you going to okay. do? 1-800-FIND-AN-ATTORNEY. Okay. No, I'm let, just saying. Let me explain. I, since I'm doing a G-spot class, I was going to talk about the Ooh, men's G-spot, that. too. Look, Tasha, let me readjust. <laughs> let me get readjusted. Now, she said. <laughs> prostrate for the male is the same as a G-spot for a woman. Okay. Right. Now, so okay. you know how you feel when you get stimulated by your G spot. Mm-hmm. That's a rhetorical question. You can't answer that, or yes, not I know depend- exactly how I feel. Well, I'm, you know, just the I'll, thought of it is making me excited. 
Right. You're welcome. So that's the, the same thing as a male. <laughs> but the male But you can stimulate the prostate without going without putting your finger all up and you gotta get at the taint. You can get at the taint and stimulate the prostate, correct? Can't you yeah, can't but you? But you from? won't have the same feeling because the the the, the nerve, reaches I'm and the nerves. But that's you how know. guys get turned because they get that feeling and they're mm-hmm. like, I want that. But see, they right? don't. Am I right or wrong? Sometimes see, that does happen. No. Sometimes but, that does happen, but secretly in their mind, that's because they're attracted to men in the first place. That, but this, so what she's saying, you're saying that they're getting turned because of the, the desire of the feeling of the prostate stimulation. She's saying is, no, right. that does that cannot turn you, that cannot quote, and, and please excuse the ignorance of this term, but that cannot quote make you gay. Right. What she's saying is, is that even if you like that, the only thing that can actually make you gay per se is, is your attraction to a man. To man. Exactly. In doing that. But it is true though that sometimes that sexual feeling gets misconstrued so to speak mm-hmm. with right yeah, okay. people tend to get it confused just like in women mm-hmm. right. you know what i mean you may just like oral sex you are not a lesbian right you may just simply like oral sex and that's what they're offering potentially better than a man on right. more of a and basis see, and that's and that is okay now we're into some whole other stuff because i feel like that's what's happening with a lot of these youngsters mm-hmm Right, I'm not saying that they don't know or know what they feel like gay is or not, but I'm saying I know for a fact some of these guys and some of these girls are just being stimulated well by people who know what the hell they're doing. And I think a lot of times, and and far be it for me to say that you are not gay or not right, lesbian right. or whatever, but what I'm saying is I think a lot of times too it is a social a social fear. A lot of little girls, or not sorry, I shouldn't have said little girls. A lot of females don't necessarily know how to socially be in a relationship or, you know, go about having a relationship or whatever the case may be. And boys, too, they may be afraid of women. So sometimes we get to a point where we do sexual things with people who we trust right. or who we like. Not and then all of a sudden you're having sex with your homegirl. Mm-hmm. Not that you ever thought that you were a lesbian, but you know her, you trust her, you like her, and you don't have and to so worry about really any violation of whatever your trust or right. being hurt physically. Right, and then all of a sudden, it's just like now you in this thing because your friends, you love her, that's your home girl, and now here comes the sex until so, you meet well, a guy that you're like, oh shit. Well, that's a lot of times where the sexual fluidness comes from, you know. You, now, you, you know, because I was talking about that, this whole thing, baby. I, <laughs> yeah, it's too much. When I need, I need paper. I need some. Sometimes when I go in the exam rooms, I'll be like, wait, let me get my pen. <laughs> because it's like you go across the street and around the block to get next door. And it's like, wait a minute. You know, so sometimes, you know, I've had situations where somebody was a trans man, but a trans or is a trans man and then was a gay trans man. What? Okay. I, yeah. So then me. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And my yeah, head was so it was like three o'clock. I was coming down off my carbs, you know, and cause y'all know that carb crash at three o'clock where you got that headache. You just like, okay, what else do I need to do for the rest of the day? So I'm coming down. So I'm like a trans man. So I'm like, this is a woman who lives as a man. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, but you live as a man, but you're gay. So that means you like men. 
So you're a woman who's having sex with a man. man. Baby, okay. Help me understand. Yeah, please. See, that's what I can't, like, so this is where clearly, and there's not a judgment. I'm just saying there's psychological things attached to all of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, these are like, and sometimes these are like deep mental things that need to be worked out, and they haven't been worked out. By the time you're 30, 35, 40, like, you're not working no shit out. You're just a trans man who's gay that's, Lesbian on the weekends. I mean, like, well, but I mean, here's the deal. Because at the end of the day, you can also say, I mean, because again, you know how I arrive from my LGBTQAI community, but you AI. can also say, what's the AI? Artificial intelligence? Mm-mm. It's oh, it's. I'm sorry, I, I can't remember, but um. So, uh-oh. uh oh, doctor, 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 you're needed in one. <laughs> wait. Um, so the point that Tell I'm making that baby to stay in. <laughs> the point that I'm making is that um you know, I I'm not willing to say whether something's mental, I'm not willing to say something is emotional, I'm not willing to say whether it's due to trauma. It is what it is. You get what I'm saying? And you know, I um I think that as we I think that as our society changes, I think what we have to be very cognizant of is the fact that understanding brings on tolerance because even if it doesn't affect you directly right this second, guess what? What do you do when your son's best friend is a trans woman? Then and they're just generally friends. They're friends because they've been knowing each other for so long, and they truly love each other's spirit. And they're friends. Mm-hmm. But all you see is your son, who you think and hope, um, or you surmise is straight, is now best friends with the trans woman. So in your mind, it's like, and wait, are they having sex? Are the- they? So if we truly have to understand right. other people, because it may not hit you now, but it's going to hit you, or it's going to hit your neighbor, or it's going to hit your family member. And I think that um, in in order to take the sting or the sensitivity or the hate or the um, or the stigma out of things, we have to really go above and beyond and um, uh, have have tolerance and understanding. Just like I say, here's the deal. You say, well, we need to understand a person being gay. Why don't we have to understand that same person being straight? We don't go above and beyond to understand a straight person. We don't feel like something is wrong with you because you're straight. We don't feel like you were born wrong because you're straight. Well, that's just because that's our norm. Stigma. Right. Well, that's, that's our, our stigma. You know, and so anytime anything is different, there has to be this. I mean, we're doing this the same thing, right, with the race game, right? Mm-hmm. People now want to get this understanding of black But black people have been black people for a long time. Let's be very and they clear. they still don't understand it. No, no, no. They understand very clearly. They don't. Let's be very clear. Here's the situation. People are now, this movement has more power than it's ever had. Agreed. You know why? Because it's that. international. Because it's international and the world is watching. That's right. So now Pepsi when it was only uh, a protest in three southern states and you didn't have to give a damn 
because right. that didn't put a dent in your wallet. Now right. we're in London and we're in Paris okay. and we're in Germany all over the and place. we're all over the world. So now everybody's and it's being documented. It's mm-hmm. not absolutely just, this isn't hearsay. Like we're seeing absolutely. So. And so the thing is, is that now the world is watching, really watching and saying, mm-hmm. "What side of the table do you sit on?" Because mm-hmm. there's no middle ground. Right. So either you're with us or you're against That's us. Right. And so what I think is nobody is wanting to. Oh, we're for all lives. Black Lives Matter. No, you're not. You're for not wanting to be on the wrong side of history. You're for not wanting to have 30% third quarter loss. That's what you're for. Yeah, exactly. Let's be very clear. So outside of the fact that the the black dollar is a a tremendous amount of money, what you don't want is to be on the opposite side of this movement. And and, And actually, to your point, Dasha, nobody wants to be on the wrong side of it. And people are always hedging their bets. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly right. Right? They're always hedging their bets. And, and this time we just happen to be in a, in a very interesting time Mm -hmm. where now the bets that are hedged like this, like this shit is pivotal. Mm -hmm. So choose, choose wisely. Mm -hmm. And and that's exactly (laughs) correct because it's like, everybody's watching just like right now, Goya. Ooh, really? And like I said, I'm not Hispanic. Okay, aren't you? Because I, I thought. I well, never, I, I am I a Boricua. I mean, y'all I don't never, understand when I first get my hair done, I lay my edges down. <laughs> <laughs> I do look a little Dominican. <laughs> y'all understand, but let's we digress. The point is, is that <laughs> you know I'm not Hispanic, but I know if I were a Mexican American. An immigrant, I don't really care. Uh, whatever, um, on a green card, visa, I really don't care. And we know that these children are in prisons. Right. Hispanic children are in prisons, okay, and sleeping on floors. And this company that has made its money from those very people then go and praise the person who's doing it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Come on, really? So, this is what I'm saying the world is watching. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily like I praise Netflix. Netflix gave a crap load of money. I think they gave like 40 million to Morehouse, 40 million to Spellman, and then another 100 million to Blackbanks. And and, and we need it. They're actually, they're not just giving the money to Black Banks. They're actually saying, like, we're doing business with you. Like, manage my money, Black Bank. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but manage a portion of my money. Let's be very clear. And we ain't just turned black. We've been black. And at the end of the day, if you got a million dollars, a hundred million to give up, you've been had a hundred million to give up. So we will accept the help. And I think that there are a lot of people who need a lot of businesses who need the help and kudos for doing it. But shame on you for waiting. Did you see the post about Asheville, North Carolina? I saw that. Or South Carolina, Asheville, South Carolina. I I saw that. Where the reparations? They're giving Mm -hmm. reparations, right? Which is more like a, a stimulus influx of cash into black communities, really. But hey. It's a, mean, it's a step. It's a step. It's a step. It's, it's, it's recognition, it's at least. Right. That's right. Because and they're actually saying, though, no. they're saying this is because that's what we want. That's nobody, not what we want. No, 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 no. I'm saying the fact that nobody in America and leadership has said we fucked up. We fucked up. We're sorry. How do we make it right? And this is at least the, this council has come together and said we fucked up. 
we apologize and we are making a step to try to nobody's nobody said that and it executed on the back end with it. Well, and then here's here's the deal. You know, you do that on a on a national level. You can follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis on Instagram. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's fine. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> this is what we expect Michelle to be. But um, no, nobody said that on a national level. Right. But the thing is, do we really expect it? Like no. my thing is, is that I'm so sick of us waiting for waiting for approval and waiting for applause it ain't that serious you want to infiltrate the money back into the community that's fine great do it i think you should you you owe it to yourself Mm -hmm. but yes until the original sins are repaired then we're always going to have chaos in this way. Right. And so my thing is, is the that at the sin, end of the I day, like original sin. the original sins. And at the end of the day, a check is really not going to, I mean, the, the, the problem is, is that the, the abuse and the trauma is so in Right. into the fibers of our country right. into the fibers of our flag mm-hmm. that there's not going to be any amount of money that's going to make Ever you happy right. because peace is not for sale sure. it's just not for sale but i think that when you start to do things like only thing you need to do is don't give me anything allow me to win Allow okay. me to win. What I want make you to do e- is make it even. Yeah, stop putting, stop field. putting, stop putting a chessboard on a seesaw. Don't put the chessboard on a seesaw. That's put the chessboard on level ground. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I'm going to win. I'm going to outsmart you. I'm going to outplay you. I'm going to outthink you. I'm going to win. I just am. It's That's- what's it's what's in my DNA. But at the end of the day, this is what we're saying. Like level the nobody wants anything for free. Reparations aren't going to really. I mean, okay, it's a great idea, yeah. but it's not going to fix the that's problem. Exactly right, and that's the, that's the thing. I think so you many know? people are like, "Give me, give me, give me!" Like, "Give me this money, give me this," and that's like, what is that really going to do? Right. Especially right. when we have, when we know that our problem in this country, and when I say our, I mean black, is economics. Our problem is that. All of our all of our stuff goes back to the fact that we don't have money and we don't control it. We don't have land and we don't control it. Mm-hmm. It's all economics. And well, so- it is. But the reality of the situation is, is that, you know, um, uh, you, the, the girl who was on Instagram and shout out to the girl who was on Instagram. I really don't know her name. The chick with the braids. No, uh-huh. that's that's to me. I know Tamika. This girl broke down when they were talking about the rioting mm-hmm. and they were talking about the rioting. This sister, the, the the lady with the ponytail. I think she had a ponytail. Yeah, yes. so the braid ponytail, right? I don't know. I don't remember. Wasn't it kind of red? Uh, and she was like, she was out, and she was out amongst. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. But the point <laughs> is, is that when a sister broke it down in terms of a monopoly game, this is the one you talk right. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, God, yeah. I have never heard it put no, so let me tell eloquently. You, there was a white dude. I was at a United Way function mm-hmm. um, a year ago. The State of the Children Address, and there's a white guy from New York who wrote a book, and that's the first time I heard that analogy. It was a white dude, and he said, if you don't think there's a race problem in America, you sit down and you play Monopoly. You play Monopoly for 400 years and win, and don't let anybody buy any houses. Don't let anybody collect gold mm-hmm, when they pass. Mm-hmm. He, that was the first time I heard it. Was a white, it's a white Jewish guy, I think. And he said, and then all of a sudden you say, okay, you can play. Well, I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. Uh, it, it hasn't even been said all of a sudden you could play. But I mean, the point is, <laughs> right. is that when the sister put that so eloquently, because people were saying, oh, um, you know, what about the whole, um, what's wrong? What about the whole, 
um or what am i trying to say the rioting thing mm-hmm. and you know and do i agree with rioting no but i understand and when I say I understand, it's because when life is so tough for you right. on an everyday Already. basis Already. and you yeah. get a chance to just snatch your little piece of the pie for free, you're just to snap, you're going to do it. Yeah. And you can't expect somebody not to. That is like starving a child and then putting a meal in front of them and expecting them not to eat. Are we drinking out of urine collection cups? Yes, we are. And let me tell you what, you keep sipping. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Look, I can't go anywhere for 30 minutes at least anyway because I drink and I wait 30 to 45 minutes before I decide to drive. Okay. Well, great. So <laughs> um, you'll be here. You'll be here. It's a, it's a wonderful area it in the is. city. Oh, I love wonderful this place. part of the city. I love this place. Yeah. This is my so, second home. What else? So, um, but yeah, so Dr. Sam. Yes. Um, we gotta get back to Dr. Sand because okay. you know. Dr. Sam. I no. So, so listen. Um, so Dr. Sand, did Shanice ever talk to you about her? Um, fetish finesse and shout out to Shanice Shanice if you're listening Shanice Grant she's another friend of the show okay Shanice mm-hmm. is amazing and that if you have ever Shanice is a sexual what do you call it she's a sexual transitionalist I think she calls it okay so what she, <laughs> Michelle's like what the you hell got is that? all kinds of shit I mean every time I just I don't know I tune in on her show sometimes she'll be like and I'll catch it like, and then when you insert the dick into the mouth, I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. But <laughs> Shanice, well, yeah, Dr. San is. But Shanice is a sexual transitionist in that what she does is wherever you are in your sex life, if you're looking for a change. So if you're a regular couple, you're looking to get into S&M, um, she instructs you on that. She, okay. and she, you know, she will actually show up and do different instructional stuff. So Shanice developed Fetish Finesse. Okay, and shout out to, you know, I do support black business, so we giving everybody a shout out here. <laughs> and if you're here in Atlanta, listen close to me now. So Shanice has fetish for this. So what she decided to do was, um, obviously tickets are for sale, but everything is included with the ticket sales. I think like a hundred bucks or something like that. So, um, you, you, you come, your cell phone is confiscated. Okay. No so no pictures, no Instagrams, no selfies, no nothing. Your cell phones are confiscated and placed safely. And then for the first half, you buy toys, equipment. To, she doesn't really have toys. She has more equipment than anything. Mm-hmm. You buy equipment and furniture and yeah. Did you it, say furniture? Yeah. Yeah, that comes along with the general contractor. So if you have to have something installed, designed, decorated, Shanice got your back. It, it's a whole situation. You've never you really have seen. Queens. You could have um, um, sofas. Yeah, the, with the, the, the thing that fly up and down. Anyway, you really have to see it. It's really, it's really an interesting thing. So her waiters are like males and they're naked, right? And so the music is bumping. The food where is where is this? Where is always at an undisclosed location, and you get um, the location the day of the event. Okay. okay. Well, so, make sure tell me about that. I'm just I for my a friend. Yeah, for my you, friend. you, you really, you I'm really asking for my friend. She wants. She's to, asking hell, for I'm friend. asking for myself. I don't know. <laughs> that's how we roll, like the sand, right? Hey, that's, I, I want to know what's going on. It's all right. It's all right to say you interested. So. Um, so she is at an undisclosed location. So you go, you buy your stuff, you eat, you drink, you have the waiters there who are, and and I don't know whether it turns into some dancing. Hmm? The waiters are naked. Yeah, they're naked. They're naked. They look like Michelle. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it's Michelle. She is in love with Michelle. So, um, and then after that, the dancing did it. You get on a party bus, and um, we ride the party bus to a specific location. Did Again, that she said we. We ride the party. Well, home. no, because I'm going. We, her, it got canceled because of COVID. Mm. So I'm really trying to hype it up, y'all, because I'm going to tell y'all, she worked so hard on this. Mm. And I was so proud of her because I kind of walked her through it. And I'm like, no, do this, do this. And it was already, and I promise you, it was the week that the city shut down. And I was so, she had every, I mean, she had everything reserved. It was just, and I felt so bad for her. Mm. So then you get on a party bus where there's drinks, obviously. Um, and then you go to an undisclosed location. So that location could be the downstairs of Tokyo Valentino. Everybody understands what happens on the downstairs. It could be a swingers club. It could be this. Mm-hmm. It could be that. It could Wait, be where the third. Is that? I don't know. I'm not familiar. Off of Tokyo Valentino. It's a okay. toy store, but it's really more than a toy store. Where is it off of? Uh, Piedmont. In and- uh, where Cheshire Ta- Bridge? Yeah, where um, Taco Cabana used to be. Oh, that that okay. That's why it's like T and V kind of. Yes. I know. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. it looks like a toy store, but yeah. it's really a whole lot more downstairs. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different. Mm-hmm. Take the back door. Take the steps. It's a whole situation. Is it don't, like not three times. Yes. Don't around. don't don't go if you're scared. Don't go by yourself. It's a whole situation. Really? Yes. So it could be that. It could be a swingers club. It could be a strip club. It could be whatever. But again, you're with a group. Everybody knows you're coming, blah, blah, blah. And your experience is your experience. And, you know, what you see, what you do, you could come with your partner. You could go with your homegirls. You could go by yourself. Whatever it is. No phones. No phones. No. Because you have a gang of professional people and nobody needs that popping up on LinkedIn or anything. Yeah, that'd you know. be awful. Who would do that? Well, well people are really and, and even if somebody's just it doesn't involve you. And mean, they're you're just there taking, too. Like how are you gonna bust me out? But no 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 no. Because I mean it could be something as is benign as I'm gonna take a selfie with my homegirl oh. and then you're in the background of the <laughs> and MCW is in the background like yeah, and then you'd be surprised if people are like, wait, 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 blow that picture up. Uh, yeah. And, and now like, all of a sudden. A exactly. Right. And so now all of a sudden it's a whole situation. It's a whole ordeal where, uh, you know, we don't want to be worried uh, about any of that. So, you know, uh-huh. but um, I'm, I mean, it just sounds so exciting. I'm like, I think that would be, you know, an awesome thing for you guys to work together on. But I would love to meet. Me, you, you had to have met Shanice before. She does the S&M. She was actually at the retreat. And she was putting people in the body she was bags. Like, your retreat? Yes. Wait, body she, bags. You you missed it. It's a whole situation. So remember, she was putting the people in the body bags. Were you there, Doc? You were there. Yes. And what, then, what happens when you go in the body bag? Oh, it's I don't, a whole yeah, situation. I, like, mm. what do you do in the body bag? Is it, are you by yourself? No. Um, it, a, it, 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 it limits mm. how you move, so your partner can has kind of control. Because literally, it's a bag that comes up, it comes over your head, and then it's kind of tied like a trash bag. And then they can cut your eyes out or your mouth out or whatever other orifice. It's just a whole situation. You would have to be there to it, see. It's light bondage type. Yeah. And mm. then she had the. Then she had the. Um, it was hilarious. She had the what? Is, what do you call this? She had the vibe. It was a dildo. dildo it was a dildo, mm-hmm. but it had suction to it, so it stu- and then it moved, and then mm-hmm. it warmed up, and then mm-hmm. it had veins. What? It was hilarious. It was a whole situation. You missed it, but we'll catch you January of this year. It's going to be monstrous. Um, the retreat. refresh, fresh start, fresh start. I'm sorry. Fresh start. Women's sorry. retreat, y'all. Women's so retreat. it's always every year. It is Martin Luther King weekend. Um, and this year is going to be massive. It is going to be monstrous. We have to move to another venue. But wait a minute. Um, so it is going to be huge. Do, does the back end of your tie into your boat, you're not on your. Yeah, it's not around my ears. It's up on my head. This 
Yeah. Uh, so both comfort. of them. Yeah, it's the awesome. kind we wear in the OR. It's the kind we're in the operating room. So. Uh-oh, that baby All wants right. to come out, friend. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, anywho. But, um, so I thought that would be amazing. Yes. Yes. Because yes. 20, I, I feel like okay. 20, 2020, people are um, saying that it's garbage. But 2020, um, in my opinion, uh, 2020, in my opinion, um, it's not, it's, it's salvageable. Yeah. And I think that I if you think properly, you can get rich during 2020. Ooh, let me tell you something. And it, I, think, I agree. 2020 yeah. is, somebody was on my show yesterday, and to your point, they used the term, 2020 is bittersweet. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of shit going right. Right. Right? Yeah. Yep. And so it's unfortunate, right? We're seeing, but it's this weird dichotomy of like great and not so great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the earth is shifting. The earth is purging. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a cleansing. It's a, there's a cleansing. Yeah. And I also feel like, you know, I, you know, God is like, look, I'm sick of y'all. He's mad at us for some Like, y'all she. need to. Or she, well, first of all, I mean, again, like I said, you know, you, you only going to go so far away from what, what it's supposed to what be. What was intended. Mm-hmm. What, what was from intended. what's intended before. before. Yeah, it's like somebody's like, okay, all right. It's like you're, uh, as a parent, right? I have four kids. You have kids, Dr. Tan? I do. Okay. So I have four kids. And. Theoretically, my kids can't get away with much. But sometimes you get lazy as a parent, right? Right. So you're, you're like, okay, I'll let this slide. I might let this slide. But at some point, the hammer's, it's like, okay, you've, I've had enough of you. You're, we're done. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where God might be with us. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've let this go as long as I can do it. I'd have died on the cross, <laughs> baby. What <laughs> you talking about? Jesus, what more do I, I guess have like, to okay, say? Just he doesn't be a whole situation, <laughs> right? He's yeah. like, you know what? Fuck all this. <laughs> and and I, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> I, I and I do I believe. Be I do, but I mean, because this is this is awful. This is like it's unheard. I don't even know how we think some of this shit. When when they said that the uh, the killer bees were coming, that's baby, that's, that's what I said. Now let me tell you, that's what I don't do. I got to go. Got, I don't know where I'm going, but I got to go. Jesus, I need to repent. I ain't even Catholic. Let me do the that. Take you back the to the Lotus, right? I didn't even know that. I was talking to my attorney, the guy I want you to mm-hmm. talk to, mm-hmm. and he, I was like, "Gosh, this COVID and this," and he was like, "Yeah," and then the killer bees, and I was like, "Killer bees." What oh yeah, oh yeah. That's and that's and they thing. like melt their prey or something. You it's crazy. They they they, they, they had a picture of one fighting a rat. Was it a rat? It was a rat. The the B one. The B one. <laughs> it beat the hell out that rat. And then they're like, now they in Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. I'm like, that's far enough away. But I'm telling you, I'm almost done. Oh, Georgia is oh Georgia with these is- United States. I'm o- <laughs> I'm over. I got to go. Lord Jesus. Got to the go. Bees. Like seriously. Like what? I don't want to say. I don't want to say what else. Now it's a bluebonnet plane. No, please coming. don't. The what? The oh yeah, I heard plane. that it's uh, that's over in um. In China. That's in China. Wait a minute. That's in what? China. It's a resurgence of the bubonic plague over in China. I'm done. It's just like you just be like, listen. <laughs> Look, just yeah, not where can you hide? You can't hide anywhere. You can't. It's just you can't ridiculous. even stay in your house anymore. You can't. You can't. 2020 has been like it. 2020 is like Charles Darwin on. Your voice, survival of the fittest. Yep. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I'm gonna go with it. It's a book. 
Child, you know Charles Darwin. I Darwin do, but I don't. A, mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah, survival mm-hmm. of the fittest. fittest. It's, a, it's, well, a, it's yeah. a philosophy. That yeah. is very true. And twenty twenty is like that. Like if you're good, if you are good in twenty twenty, you're golden. If you're true. bad, you are fucked. Well, it's what we're gonna see. We about to see because I something is going. It's, I think it's going down. It's going now because we didn't think too. It could get too much worse than nineteen. We were so bad to see nineteen going. You'd be like, God Girl, damn! Did you see everybody? Twenty twenty is going. Twenty twenty going to be my year. That's the year I'm, I'm turning up. I'm January first. All hell broke loose and it ain't stopped yet. It ain't stopped yet. Okay, y'all. So um, we shot the crap today um, on the show. We are so happy to have Doctor Sand back on the show. We love her to pieces. We do love her. We know it's always a show, always a blast with Doctor Sand, and we are so happy to have Michelle. It's my kinds of half a show co-host um today we're gonna invite you back though can we're gonna I invite please, you back can you come back on a date can you invite can you i tell this every <laughs> every time because she texts me like 30 minutes can you come on a show? listen honey it's you? a list it's can a list you? i get it i get it and but guess sometimes what? in my mind do- i'm like okay Dr. this Tan, will be good for the show Dr. that will be good can for i the be show? counted like i'm somebody who matters like hey i love you all i all, Here's well, two weeks notice. Well, let me put I it want to you on this show. Oh, I, don't I do want that. you on this show. I, don't I do want that. you on this show. And then that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. And then I'm promoting it. Anyway, y'all. Like, so <laughs> at the end of the day, oh my God, my ears are burning right now. So, um, no, I love you. Uh, Let's Learn Love is Dr. Sand. Please go on and register for her Orgasm University. Um, It seems like the classes are going to be the bomb diggity. Um, I'm going to go and support her, and you can meet me there. You can meet Dr. Sand there. It is going to be a gas. And y'all know how we do. We say it how it is, and we do what we do. It is what it is. So I'm excited about that. Can't wait. Orgasm. Hey. Oh gosh! And then we have um, at Michelle Taylor Willis. Yes, um, she's on Instagram, and her show is the According to Michelle, According to Michelle. and it's like all things Atlanta. If that's what you're into, and then you got me. You know what it is? What it is? We Black Doc yeah. Ruth now. We've transitioned away from classy underscore Doc. Okay. Um, and for all of the people, um, for all of my patient, uh, all of my um, cuties for clean and cute, your stuff will be going out tomorrow, and we'll be hustling it out through the weekend and early in the week next week. We are appreciate your patience and we love you we thank y'all for joining us on the show and we will see you back next week same time same place thank you much for joining bye bye you have been listening to dr tasha after dark hope you enjoyed the ride join us next week same place same time